Hey everybody, this is the Teddy Murphy Project here. I'm Teddy Murphy, your host. But you guys know that, hey, if you want to do a podcast, you want to express your views and everything, whatever you do, hey, use Anchor. Anchor is uh, one of the best uh, products you can use for your uh, podcast. And it also gives you sponsorships also to the where you get paid for every listen across any episode. So, don't forget, man, if you want to use a podcast, go to Anchor, man. Just go to anchor.com, sign up, get your podcast started. I'm Petty Murphy, and I this This is the after the show of the Petty Murphy Podcast Project. Um, tonight had some great dialogue with Megs and Tone G of Till the Death Records, and you know I learned something, some things. Tone had some very smart things, great things to say, and Megan had some great things to say. What I have learned from them is that we have to hold everyone accountable. You know, for 400 plus years, African Americans have been oppressed in this country. We've only been free for about 60 of those. You know, and people want to bring up numbers about African Americans and everything else. People want to bring up numbers about whites, Latinos, Asians, and everything else. But numbers can be fabricated. That, that is fact. Look at the COVID-19 numbers. I don't know if these numbers are real. But they can be fabricated. I think people need to stop looking at numbers. And start looking at real hardcore facts. And look what you are seeing on television. And look what you're seeing on social media. This week has probably been the most emotional week I have had personally. By seeing how things have unfolded. From seeing the officers who killed George Floyd being charged. And the charges being going up on Derek Chauvin. To from third degree to second degree, to violent protests and seeing police use more excessive force against those who are protesting. When the case of the man, 75 year old man in Buffalo, being shoved down and he hit his head on the ground, and the officers just kept walking. Why? Those officers have been charged. EMTs have quit in support of these officers, which I still don't fucking understand. It's asinine. There's a 75-year-old man laying on the damn ground, ain't doing nothing to nobody. On the push to the ground. And then they're gonna say that he tripped. Where video pretty much clear shows that he was pushed. T. 
to down in Atlanta, Georgia. <clears throat> Excuse me, down in Atlanta, Georgia, where those six officers who pretty much victimized and used excessive force on those two teens sitting in their car were fired immediately. The city of Atlanta stepped in real quick. Then, you look what's going on here. Pro Mayor Quentin Lucas marched with the protesters and spoke to the protesters. Him and Chief Rick Smith took a knee with the protesters and said a moment of silence for George Floyd. Then you see Roxy Washington, Stephen Jackson, and Gianna Floyd. And seeing Gianna on there, no, on TV, speak highly of her dad. You know, you you have to look at it at a different, though. Look at it at a more human compassionate way that for those who have been killed and I'm not just saying blacks there have been whites have been killed Latinos been killed, Asians been killed also by the hands of police some of these big children some of them have, most of them have children they'll never get to see their parents again and we as a human race we gotta come together. We got to. It, I mean, it ma it matters that much to me to say this to a worldwide audience. We must come together. Drew Brees made his comments about the American flag. So he cannot respect anybody who disrespects the flag, and he's speaking about his grandfathers who fought in World War II. Do you know that many athletes in this country had grandparents who fought in World War II? Most of them were black. It angered me when he said that because I have a lot of respect for Drew Brees. A lot of respect, especially how he was able to revitalize the city of New Orleans after Hurricane Katrina hit. This man has donated over $35 million to various causes in New Orleans. Various contributions to these people down in New Orleans. He gave the city of New Orleans a, no, that symbol of hope. Hey, Brahma Super Bowl. But the words that he said, and I'm going to take a cue from Michael Thomas, his teammate of the New Orleans Saints, he don't know no better. And when he saw the outrage that came from athletes such as LeBron James, such as Michael Thomas, such as Malcolm Jenkins, such as Tyron Matthew, such as Demario Davis, <clears throat> Drew had to basically change his way of thinking. And he apologized. Now, I personally think that the apology was half-assed. But, you can respect that he admitted his mistake. 
And I want to see more out of Drew Brees. And the NFL did step up and said, you know, we were wrong. Yes, they were wrong. Colin Kaepernick was doing the right thing. He was right all along. And he had that right to protest that flag. The American flag. The flat, the same colors of that flag, like people don't understand, red, white, and blue, are the same type of colors that you see when you're getting pulled over. Think about it. This country, they say this country is pretty much the land of the free and the home of the brave. For liberty and justice for all. But what about those cops that killed unarmed people? Especially unarmed African Americans. You have seen a trend to where these cops are found not guilty. That has to stop too. There is a thing called blind justice. There is a thing where that privilege... The white privilege. It does exist. And these are what these white people who are going on social media, disrespecting Black Lives Matter, the movement, disrespecting blacks, Latinos, and Asians, are trying to fight against. They're fighting against, trying to keep us from changing that. Because we are all Americans. Why is it that Minorities are fighting for the same rights as white counterparts. Why are we fighting for that? If we are so free and we have the same type of freedoms that every, every white person has, why are we fighting for them? Why should we fight for them if we already have them, if you already declared that we have these freedoms? It's the established, the white establishment that does not want us to have it. So what they are they doing? They're angering us even more with their posts on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. They're instigating a race war. And we're not in this for a race war. That's what people are not getting. This is not about black and white people. This is versus blacks versus racism. This is right versus wrong. And they're not seeing that. I saw a post today that angered me. Out of North Carolina. This guy said, oh, well, we're getting rid of the coronavirus. Now we got to get rid of the nigger virus. What type of ignorant... People, what type of ignorant people say that type of shit? What type of people feel like they gotta say things that are insensitive and hurtful to those of color? Do they know that eventually what you post on social media can hurt you? You got to be careful what the fuck you post on social media, people. Because it can come back to haunt you. 
and it can cost you everything. Look at Amy Cooper. Look what Amy Cooper did two weeks ago. Amy Cooper was working for Franklin Templeton. But then she made the mistake by saying and calling the police and saying that a unarmed black male was trying to attack her and her dog. And it's all on video. She falsified a police story. She tried to get an unarmed black man either thrown in jail or killed. People are, these days are not taking this lightly anymore. Employers are not going to take this lightly anymore. People of all colors, even white people, are, go, are not taking this anymore. And it's time to stand up. It was beautiful going to the plaza today. I didn't take any pictures or anything like that. Because I've seen enough of the pictures. I've seen enough pictures. I've seen enough video. I wanted to see it for myself with my own eyes. To see black, brown, white come together. And saying black lives matter. Saying that police brutality and excessive force is wrong. Saying that racism is wrong. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. It's because we have been fighting for this for way too long and it's been ignored way too long it's time to step up people it's time to step up you gotta start calling out your friends who use this racial rhetoric and conspiracy theories and everything else you gotta call them out call these people out on their bullshit But also, when you see on social media, to those who are sharing these posts and like that, they want you to do that. They want you to do that. Don't feed into the bullshit. Keep fighting the fight. Keep your eyes on the task at hand. And the task at hand is to create change in America. I said it once, I say it again. It starts with us. And it starts with us coming together and open up the dialogue and sit and have a conversation. Have a reasonable adult conversation about this. These are things that we do need to talk about. We have to talk about these things. We have to talk about how we can make that change. How to improve on relationships such as black and white. Such as white and Latino. Black and Latino. Black and Asian. White and Asian. Asian Latino. You name it. 
We cannot change this world unless we change ourselves. Means we got to stop hating on one another. Because every ethnic group hates on their own people. Basically, we oppress our own people. And we oppress each other. And we got to stop that. We got to stop classifying people in their groups and start understanding these groups. We have to understand one another. Because I don't know what it's like to be white. Just like you don't know what it's like to be black. I don't know what it's like to be Latino. Just like they don't know what it's like to be black. I don't know what it's like to be Asian. Just like they don't know what it's like to be black. This country was built on a melting pot. Different nationalities. Different from different countries. Different people. Came to this country and built this country to where it is now. But the ideology of the white supremacy, the white privilege, the establishment doesn't want to see it. Donald Trump doesn't want to see it. I'm glad what the mayor of Washington, D.C. did. Paint that mural all the way to the White House so that Donald Trump can see. We've had enough of this bullying. We have had enough of being oppressed. We have had enough of racism. Shout out to the state of Virginia for taking down the Confederate statue of Robert Lee. And other states are doing that too in the South. People are starting to understand now that this has been a problem. It's been ignored too much, too long. We gotta create change. Because every single day, a, ba- a child is being born into this new generation. Being born into this world. We cannot teach these children the ideology that is going on in America. We must teach these children, just like you and I were taught, to love thy neighbor, to love people for who they are, regardless of skin color. Do not judge a person by their skin color. We gotta start loving one another. We gotta stop start healing with one another. The other day, a white lady, I'm sitting at Quick Trip, minding my own business. I'm eating Funyuns and a Nemo cake. I'm minding my own business. I'm listening to music. And a white lady came up to me randomly while I'm making a Facebook Live video. And she came up to me and she was in tears. She was in tears. And I can feel her pain. I felt something that she was like she was ashamed of how this country has treated blacks. She asked me for forgiveness 
granted, I have never met this lady before. She's never met me. But it took a lot of courage for this lady to come up to me and say that to me. That brought tears to my eyes. It brought tears to my eyes. And I forgave that lady. And you know what I told her? I said, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's the ways of how America has basically laid it out for us. It's the ways of, you know, people who don't see color, who see color and think it's bad. It's their ideology that teaches hate. Because you're not born racist. You're taught racism. You're taught to hate. I can never hate nope anybody. Never. Ever. I can never hate anybody. It's not in my nature. It's not in my soul. It's because I was raised. I was raised differently. My grandmother, and I tell this story, my grandmother grew up in the South. My grandmother seen segregation. My grandmother seen racism. And she told me a story about my mom and her siblings living in Louisiana. And right down the street, right down the road, they, my mom had a great, great, great grandfather he lived down the street he was white blonde hair green eyes white male they never knew he owned slaves he was a racist but my grandmother taught us to love everybody I grew up here in the 5th richest county in America, Johnson County, Kansas. I went to school with whites and blacks, mostly being the only black kid in class. But I respected everybody's color. We didn't see color. We were kids. And we were taught as kids to not see color. And I played Basketball, football, you know, um, WWE wrestlers with people, Nintendo, video games, no, baseball. I played with white kids and black and Latino and Asian and Indian, Native American. That's what we got to teach our children. I hate the fact that people want to teach their children hate. And y'all shouldn't. That's bad parenting. Gotta love everybody, man. But we got to stop killing us. We got to stop that shit. And another thing we got to stop doing is we got to stop killing each other. Each group do kill each other. We have to stop. There's no such thing as black on black crime. There's no such thing as white on white crime. 
Latino on Latino crime, Asian on Asian crime. Crime is crime. It doesn't matter. We gotta stop that. We really do. Because if we if we take matters in our own hands and kill each other off, what do you think these cops think when they pull us, pull us over? Well, shit, you know. Well, they're killing each other and they're getting away with it. Why don't I do it? I got a badge. I'll be protected because I'm a cop. I protect and serve. I put it like this. If a random Joe like myself can go to prison for murder, for life, then the same thing can happen to an officer wearing a shield. Because when you murder a man, an unarmed man or woman, in cold blood or negligency, not negligent, I'm going to say negligent, and it's right there being recorded on videotape. You should be tried the same way as a, any other person who commits murder. You should be tried and convicted. You are innocent until proven guilty in the court of law. But in this case of what happened with George Floyd, Breonna Taylor... Ahmaud Aubrey, those who did that are guilty. We didn't see footage of what happened with Breonna Taylor, who celebrated the who would have celebrated her birthday on Thursday, Friday. I mean, she would have celebrated her birthday. But we've seen videos of what happened to Ahmaud Aubrey, disturbing video, and I heard the audio that was even more disturbing. And of course, the world seen what happened with George Floyd. The entire world. I'm telling people who are sitting being silent, stop being silent. And when I said this, no, you being people being silent, either you are ashamed to say something. Or you're ashamed of what your ancestors did to us? Or you're just trying to protect something like your job. Like you're staying at the country club. Your reputation in the community. You do know those things don't matter, right? Because at the end of the day, you're still human. And if it can happen to anybody, it can happen to you. You just never know. So don't think that, you know, you got no, all the time in the world. Because there could be a situation where an officer pulls you over. And in that quick second, you don't know if you're going to go home to your family. Are you going to wake up the next morning? Or you're going to be dead. This is why you got to stand up and start speaking on this. And stand with us. Stand with your brothers. Stand with your sisters. 
and let's fight this together. We are creating more change in America right now. That it's got Donald Trump scared. He won't need no bunker for this. If you watch the news lately, Trump, if this keeps going on, Trump's not going to get reelected. I don't think he's going to get reelected with this or not. But how things are going right now, he's not getting elected. Because of the things he's coming out of his mouth. He's putting his foot in his mouth. We already know he's an ass. A big, giant jackass. That's what we know. He can't relate to us. And he never will. The things that he has said this week have been very disrespectful and unbecoming of a leader of the free world. You have five-star army generals, former five-star army generals, saying that this man is a threat to not only mankind, but to the Constitution of the United States of America. We, as Americans, have got to fight the power. And so far, we're doing so damn good. Now, as I stated, no, the rioting and the looting has stopped. But the protest, the peaceful protest, and the message has not. And we will be heard. And it's going to be heard very strongly. We must stick together. We must stand together side by side. And say together, Black Lives Matter. The human race matters. Before I go, I just want to say thank you to Tone Cruise and Megan for coming on today. Tonight's early podcast. And I want to say that next week, we will be interviewing Typhoon Panda and comedian Will C. But until then, I'm Petty Murphy. Stay safe. Stay blessed. And let's continue to come together to create change here in America. Good night, America. I'm Petty Murphy. And I approve this message. You have been listening to the Petty Murphy Project. Have a good day.